Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Getting Cocky About Orientation podcast, where the Office of New Student Orientation at the University of South Carolina gets you prepared for a confident and exciting transition to college. I'm your host, Jennifer Suzu, and today we are sharing the inside scoop on what some may call a rite of passage for all first-year students. Move-in day. Ah, yes, the day we all dream about from the moment we receive our acceptance to the university is where we'll be living, how we're going to decorate our residence hall, and who we'll be rooming with. Move-in day is truly a spectacle at South Carolina. I personally refer to it as organized chaos because to the naked eye, it looks like a lot is going on everywhere, but I can assure you that every minute of this particular day or days was strategically planned and mapped out by the all-star team in university housing. So what can we expect on move-in day? Let's find out. I'm excited because today we have Nora Williams from University Housing to get us prepared for when we come back to campus in August. Nora, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, I'm excited to be here, excited to tell you guys all about housing and move-in and what that looks like. Awesome. We're so happy to have you. So before we jump in, I would love to just know a little bit more about you, your role at South Carolina, and how students and families may engage with you during their session this summer. Awesome. Um, Well, like Jen mentioned, my name is Nora Williams. Um, I am the Assistant Director of Marketing and Communications for Housing. So what that kind of entails is um, I run the housing email and I do a lot of web and social media for housing. So when you guys um, come to orientation, I'll be one of the presenters um, and I'll be able to answer all you guys' questions. And I'm primarily the one who answers your questions through the email (laughs) as well. So it's just you guys are going to see me a lot. Awesome. And you probably already chatted with me, right? <laughs> yeah, a lot of <laughs> these. We've already probably had a ton of conversations. And you wouldn't even know it. Alrighty. So um, before we start talking about move-in, we always like to start off with an icebreaker. So, um, Nora, I would love to pose the question, if you could invent a holiday, what would it be and what would you call it? This is a good one. Um... I would say if I had to make an uh, event holiday, I feel like we need more self-care. So I would do like a self-care, take care of yourself, catch up on things day where you can just, it's celebrating you, if that yeah. makes any sense. The, cel- <laughs> the celebration of you or celebrating you. I like that. Right. I'm all, yeah, self-care. Let's, let's do it up for self-care. <laughs> Alrighty, so we have some questions here, as you see, and we're just going to go down the list, chit chat, and just share what you can about, you know, how students come into Carolina, calling Carolina home, as as y'all like to say, can expect when they get to move into their residence hall. So the first question I'd love to ask is just plain and simple, what is move-in day at South Carolina? (laughs) (laughs) Move-in is just, um, what we'd like to say, it's an emotional roller coaster, um, there is highs, there's lows, um, as far as there's happy tears, sad tears, <laughs> laughter um, from just mom maybe decorating somebody, uh, her son's room, and he doesn't want certain things, and, you know, they're bickering back and forth. So just a lot of emotions going on throughout the day of what that looks like of 
parents bringing their kids to um, to school and just that uh, feeling of just letting go and letting them, you know, uh, do their thing here at USC. But what we do is try to make that process as seamless as possible. Um, so things that you can look forward to on like move-in day is we have well-organized traffic patterns. Um, we have different zones that you guys will get emails about before you even get to campus on what to expect when you get here and what to look for. We have uh, things like drop and go and fast pass, which we'll talk about probably a little bit later. But yeah, that's kind of just what to look forward to um, on the day that in the afternoon, once you do drop off all your items in the residence halls, um, that's when, you know, parents start to get a little bit emotional. You go, <laughs> they go to the store, you get your kids um, the additional things they might have not brought with them. The um, snacks. The snacks, <laughs> the target runs. Um, that's the, you know, that's the fun part. And then it's also the time of just, that when the day comes to an end, you have to start preparing to leave or what that looks like. Students do have like a floor meeting that night. So that's when parents typically start to, you know, disperse and go home. So it's just a, a, an emotional roller coaster, but we guys are here to help you along the way. Awesome. Well, that's moving. And I will kudos to them on the traffic patterns part because y'all have signage like all the way down Assembly Street. All over. From the moment that you like get off, not get off the interstate, but once you get close to USC campus, you'll be guided right to where you need to go. That, yeah, that is, I'm going to give their kudos for that because that, <laughs> those signs are needed. Trust me. All right. So our next question, what are some upcoming deadlines related to university housing and move-in day that students should have on their radar? Yeah, this is important. So you can expect that room selection will open in late May to early June. Um, and that's when you will be able to select your residence hall in your room. And then you'll have move-in information that will be coming out in early July. So you can sign up for your move-in day and time as well. Alrighty, so um, we talked about um, RAs or residents, resident assistants in a previous episode about kind of language and like insider language at USC, but I want to spend some time kind of diving into what their role is because they're phenomenal kind of student leaders on campus that are there in the residence halls for first year students. So I would love to ask who are RAs and what are their roles throughout the year for students living in their residence hall? Yeah, so the resident assistants are there um, as a huge support system for the students in the residence halls. Anything they may need as far as if they're just having a tough time transitioning um, to campus, if they just have roommate issues, um, or if they just need somebody to talk to, that's what they're there for. Um, so not only are they like leaders within our residence halls, they're also there to be a friend. If you have any, any questions, any concerns, that's what they're there for. So not only do we have resident assistants in the residence halls, we have assistant residence life coordinators and residence life coordinators also oversee the resident assistants who help, who live in the, who live in the residence halls as well, who are all there as a support system for the students. So if they ever need anything while they're transitioning or while they're just going through the ebbs and flows of the semester, that's what they're there for, for anything that you guys um, may need. Awesome. I love that. So it's like, so they have someone just re like really anywhere. So like if they're in their residence hall, if they're in like the study lounge in their residence hall, right. there's someone there that can support them. Support them at any time. And if you're a particular residence, uh, resident assistant, there's multiple on a floor. So if one, your particular one that you prefer to go to, maybe there's always somebody else um, that was also there. And we always have a resident assistant um, on duty number on our website where you can call as a parent if you have any questions or concern about your student. Um, we can only provide so much information. So it's for like major concerns as far as if anything um, is going wrong that you need to uh, immediately get in contact with your student or have any concerns about the residence hall. 
All right, Nora. So a few minutes ago, you talked a little bit about um, selecting a move-in day and time. So I'd love to take a few minutes to ask you now, what um, is the process for selecting a move-in day and time? And do you have any tips and tricks to share with the folks um, trucking on down to South Carolina in August um, about this selection process? Okay, so yeah, the process for uh, the move, picking your move-in day and time, um, you guys will receive an email in early July, um, and that will tell you the date that you can choose your move-in day and time. It is per building, and it's a first-come, first-served basis. So what I mean by that is you'll get the email. It will tell you your date that you can go in. Um, just make sure that uh, you get on the portal as soon as possible. If you uh, don't have flexible uh, travel arrangements, if you do have uh, if you do have flexible travel arrangements, then it's not a priority that you get on the uh, port into the portal as soon as possible. Uh, you'll just have all day that day and uh, to sign up for a move-in day in time. So as you can imagine, and as you kind of mentioned that emotional piece of move-in day, you know, we have families and it could be their first student. It could be their fifth college student. Who knows? But there always kind of is that emotional piece attached with, you know, kind of letting your student stay on campus as you go back home. So I would love to know if we could just share some advice for how students and families can best prepare for their move-in day, whether that's logistical in terms of what to pack or having a dolly or just like that emotional piece of sending your student home. How can folks coming best prepare for calling Carolina home, essentially? Okay, yeah. We typically like to say that, you know, keep an open mind and pack your patience. Like, I love that. <laughs> pack your patience. Pack your patience. It's a it's a it's a day. Um, but it's a fun experience for your student to come to college. So we look forward to this time period. So on our housing website, if you go to usc.edu slash move in, we pretty much have everything that you need to know. We have a packing checklist, we have the move-in patterns, um, we have, uh, you'll learn about the ambassadors, the requirements that you have to, for move-in. Everything is going to be right on that web page to help you guys out and to have you well-informed before you come to um, campus for move-in. Um, some things that we would just suggest is this is the time that people start buying things for their students. Um, so we just like to remind to look over that packing checklist. One of the requirements that we have in our uh, residence halls is that we only allow micro fridges. Uh, this is a big one because people right. go ahead and purchase uh, mini fridges. <laughs> we are only allowed micro fridges. Um, a micro fridge is basically just a microwave that is on top of a uh, mini fridge, essentially. But it has a smoke detection device that is needed if anything was to catch on fire. It can alert everyone in that space. Um, so we only allow those type of um, refrigerators. So just keep that in mind. But we say go to the housing website. We have everything there. They really do. And if you guys <laughs> have any questions or concerns, feel free to reach out to us. It's funny because for the longest time, I thought micro fridges were just mini fridges. Like, <laughs> mic like micro, micro fridges. fridges. Yeah. Yeah, that's what everyone thinks. So we have uh, to just give a little bit of clarification of what that actually means. Um, that is so funny. I'm, I hope I'm not the only one. If, 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 <laughs> if you also thought micro fridges meant mini fridges, reach out to us at UMSC underscore onso and say that you're with me. We all know that there are common things. I think y'all even talk about this in your presentation during um, new student orientation. There are common issues or mishaps that we see students and families go through. Maybe it's they brought like a 50 inch TV <laughs> or they and they had to break it back because it wouldn't fit into the residence hall. But what are some or anything like that? What are some issues or common occurrences, I should say, that you often see? 
students and families run into that you wish you could bring to their attention and like kind of stop them before it gets to that point? Yeah, for sure. I say the big thing is packing like their items um, that they get before they get here. Um, it is important. I understand that everybody's eager and they get excited about, mm-hmm. um, you know, coming to campus and all the ways you can decorate. Um, but a lot of times I get a ton of emails um, asking about very specific measurements, very specific uh, things about each individual room. Um, once you guys go through room selection, uh, everyone reaches out. They want to know their window size, all of oh, that wow. information, <laughs> like if a, a shower curtain is provided, do they need to bring a, car- a curtain, a shower curtain rod, just all these different things. So if you go to, uh, once you do room selecting, you know the building that you're going to be in. If you go to the housing website, um, it will have all those measurements on your residence hall page. It's all right there for you. Um, So a lot of times people might buy things ahead of time and then they get here and it doesn't fit. So we say just make sure you look at that website. Everything is there. So just be careful about packing because there is a lot of things that you can get here once you see the residence hall and the space that you have. Because sometimes you might not be able to fit all the stuff that you brought. Right. Um, So another thing um, with actually packing again is a lot of people like to bring the are the toppers for the on the trucks um, for you to store your stuff. Oh, okay. I was like, what is that? (laughs) Yeah, the car toppers. um, That's a huge thing. So. Uh, we say don't we we do not allow car toppers. That's a big thing because we, uh, you don't know where you're going to be in the move-in process. So you could go into the garage, and some of our garage have a very tight limit for mm-hmm. height for vehicles. Yes. And if you already have a truck, and then you put the car topper on top, it's going to hit that hit the bar, and it's, your it's going your stuff is going to go flying. Wow. So we've seen it happen. So we just <laughs> say do not use the car toppers. Um, and we typically say a rule of thumb is. Um, even when you're bringing, let's say, an attachment to the back of your vehicle, your car must be able to fit into one parking space. Mm-hmm. So if you have any additional things on the back that you're trying to you know, drag mm-hmm. with you, um, if it can't fit into that one parking space, then you're, we're not going to allow you guys to bring it or come through the traffic pattern with it. And then just the last thing is just really preparing your kid when they get here. We, in our campus, we we want the student to be independent and be able to do the things themselves. Right. So when they get here, they're going to have to check in by themselves. <laughs> your <laughs> parents are not going to be able to go up with them. So we just say, be prepared for that. Uh, you're not going to be able to go with them in every single space that they have um, when coming for move-in. So just be ready to relinquish that control just a little bit. <laughs> That's good to know. And even on, like, on that note of packing again, Something that we also tell students is that I think the first thing being like you're not like moving, if that makes sense, like not having to pack every single thing you have in your closet back at your home, like (laughs) especially in regards to folks coming from up north. It doesn't get cold here. Yes. So we don't you don't need like those LLB (laughs) like um, Patagonia industrial jackets that you would wear like. Right. In the snow, right? Absolutely. No, yeah. you don't. So, and so the other thing, I'm glad you brought that up, is that, um, so since we do have a lot of out-of-state students, um, another option that do we do have, instead of you packing everything in your vehicle, you can ship your items ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So as we get closer. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So as we get closer to move in, uh, we'll have that information released as far as where you can mail your items to. Um, so that might help with you um, packing everything in your vehicle. You can just alle- alleviate some of that and just pick up your items when you get here. That is like one of the biggest questions we get during session. So that's, re- I, duh, Jennifer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> of course y'all. So that, that is very helpful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a big, lots of great tips here from Nora on packing. But yeah, especially, I'm going to reiterate the jackets again because like if you bring like a good like standard like jacket you'll be it never gets colder than like what like 40 degrees here it's yeah, i think I, I think it's been getting a little colder but yeah. not anything to up north weather yeah so just 
just I would suggest over the next few months, like looking at the Columbia weather, just to like get familiar with the weather patterns. Right. Um, Absolutely. Bring, bring a raincoat. It does rain. Yes, it does rain. But puffers, <laughs> they can stay at home. Oh my gosh, the biggest question we get asked at orientation is um, residence hall tours. Yes. Um, <laughs> what, when can they do them? Unfortunately, we do not do them. We have y'all working hard enough during <laughs> new student orientation, so we can't add that to y'all's plate. But um, is there any way that students can see a tour of their residence hall or the one that they would like before they come to campus or before they select their residence hall? So uh, we do not offer, offer physical tours of the residence hall during the summer um, just because we have summer housing happening. We have um, groups that come in. We have construction and renovations that happen throughout the summer. Um, so that's our time to actually, you know, you know, take care of the residence halls. So unfortunately, we do not have physical tours. But if you go to the housing website or the housing um, YouTube channel, we do offer 360 virtual tours of all of our residence halls. That would give you a um, great idea of what the space looks like. So that's what you can do since we don't have the physical tours during the summer. And those tours are like the best, yeah. in my opinion. So you heard, you heard her. <laughs> YouTube, sc.edu backslash housing, like bookmark it and get those <laughs> virtual tours in. We have a really exciting project that's underway on campus, and that is Campus Village, correct? Yes, everyone can't stop talking about it. <laughs> I'm so excited. We're so excited to talk about it. We're excited for you guys to see it. It's incredible. It's going to be the highlight for this yes. year. It's going to be the highlight. I am so pumped. <laughs> so for the folks that may not know Nora, can you just tell us what Campus Village is, and then what are some exciting things? I don't know all that you can share. I don't know mm -hmm. like what's like going to be like a getting cocky exclusive or anything, but <laughs> what are some exciting things we can expect to see once Campus Village is ready to go for students this fall? Yes. So Campus Village is our newest addition um, to campus. Um, it is four residence halls, 1,808 beds. Um, wow. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> wow. um, so what's going to be over there is going to be a student success center, um, a Gamecock general store. We have a Jimmy John's. I don't know if that was really Stop. announced. <laughs> um, we have a Starbucks over there. So it's just it's so much exciting stuff that's going to be happening. Um, so we're we're super excited. The style of residence halls that's going to be over in Campus Village is going to be suite style and pod style. So if you guys haven't seen uh, what those look like, please head over to our website. Um, it's awesome. You guys are going to enjoy this. Um, so, yeah, we're super excited about Campus Village and everything that it's to offer. I'm really pumped. Um, I watched the I think y'all went live on your Instagram a little while ago. Yeah, we and, did. And yeah. we did um, a tour of a live tour of the pod style building. And there's going to be another video by the time this is probably released where we're going to do a, a tour of the suite style. So you guys will be able to see firsthand what it looks like and how far along we are in the construction. Very cool. I'm, I'm very excited. I may have to go to a little on site visit, but <laughs> lots of exciting things coming to Campus Village this fall. <music> So our next little, I think we have two more questions before we kind of wrap up, but um, for folks listening, you may not know, but um, we have a really big recognition at the University of South Carolina um, as the nation's number one first year experience um, at any public university or college. That's a really big deal. Um, there's lots of offices that kind of go into that. Um, the University 101, mm -hmm. um, the University Advising Center, our office, and housing. 
housing. So yes. housing is a part of that recognition. And that's a big part of that is because students are required to stay on their first year, correct? Right. They're required to stay um, on campus during their first year at South Carolina. So I'd love to ask you, Nora, kind of with that in mind, what are the benefits? Like why, why do we require students to stay on campus? And what are the benefits of being um, a on-campus resident during your first year at the university? We pride ourselves in this. Um, everything that's to offer with living on campus is amazing. Um, this is your opportunity to make your lifelong friends. Um, this is the opportunity to build community. Everybody gets excited about Carolina football, Gamecock football. Our first year experience is amazing. You really have to take advantage of all the opportunities that this campus has to offer and what even Columbia has to offer. Our staff works really hard inside of our residence halls to, prov to provide great programming. Um, we have events all throughout the year from taking, we take students to football games, we take them to different events on campus as a community. So this is just a, a great time for you to, to, to build that community. Community. So living on campus, you also have the opportunity to just have the support there as well. So you have the our resident assistants, the residence life coordinators who are all there to support your students. Um, and that support is important. So if they ever have anything to go wrong, you have people that are there for them. Um, as well as building the community within your floor. So you have people who are like-minded. Uh, we have living and learning communities. And in those, they foster community of people of the, with the same interest. Um, so it's we're just there to create that community for you guys. And I feel like we feel like that's a big part of the experience. I love that sentiment about the community piece because that's just so important. Like, you know, just in general being anywhere for four years or more right. and having that sense of belonging. So that's really all of our questions. Our last question, um, just any advice you have for students who are calling Carolina home <laughs> this August? Yes, um, just keep your door open. Get involved. Meet new people. Um, it's all about creating creating the experience that you want. So we say, don't you know? Don't stay in that. Don't stay in your room. Just get out. Be involved in the community, the amazing community we here, have here at USC. Um, that would be the advice that we would give. Keep that door open. Talk to people. Make those connections. This is this is the time that we all kind of look forward to. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Nora. That's all we have for you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jen. Is there anything else you wanted to say before we signed off? No, we just cannot wait to welcome you guys home in August. Awesome. Well, that's it. That's episode 11, folks. We have one more episode until we wrap up this season of the Getting Cocky podcast. And so we're having so much fun meeting you all during new student orientation. That's well underway. And we can't wait to meet the rest of you as you come on campus. So you can visit sc.edu backslash move in for more information on move in day in August and follow University Housing on all social media at U of SC Housing for quick updates and reminders. They post frequently. They are really great with that. So please be sure to follow them. We also invite you to follow us on social media at U of SC underscore O-N-S-O onso for quick updates and reminders. And as always, if you see myself or Nora during orientation, be sure to say hi Please. and to say hello. Please stop by, say hi. <laughs> and we'll chat with you next time or during your session. Until then, go Gamecocks. Go Gamecocks. Go Gamecocks.